building and any business in the center of venture capital. I am Alex Edmonds, also known as Supreme Realm Am on the internet, and this is the Building and Indie Business Podcast. <laughs> okay, so today I'm going to be going over what I did to promote the book. I have a bunch of things that I did. Uh, I might go over some of them individually and expand on them more, but this is a quick summary of what I did, um, and I might talk about why I did it. Uh, if not, I'll have an episode on it. Okay, so let's get into it. The first thing I did to promote the book, um, I hired affiliates on Indeed.com, and the reason why I wanted to hire affiliates is because there are people that have a different audience or no other people that I don't have access to and they would be able to promote the book uh, to them. So um, I created uh, job listings on in every major city in the U.S., and I specifically said, I was like, hey, this isn't a job. This is more of a um, side gig. So, yeah. And then the affiliates got 10% of each sale. Uh, so for the launch price, that would be $1.75 uh, per sale. So um, what I mean by places that I can't get to is, so um, let's say in D.C., someone has... A, they run a podcasting meetup group. So that person would have the email of every person interested in podcasting um, in DC, or at least the people willing to attend the events. So if that's three, four hundred people, they could email all of those people and say, hey, this guy has a book. Um, if you haven't started your podcast and you want advice, um, read this book, and then those people would purchase the book. That's access that I wouldn't have because I don't live in D.C., and I'm not a part of their group. Okay, so the next thing I did was I embedded the Gumroad page on the blog. Um, and the reason why I did this is because that would make um, every book promotion, a uh, promotion of the blog as well. So uh, when I posted the um, link to the book on Twitter and someone clicked on that link, when they were done looking at the book, they could go see the other blog posts or uh, go to the forum from that blog post. So it added more of a a promotion to everything instead of just having the Gumroad page and promoting the book. Okay. Um, another thing I did was I took every chapter, not every chapter. Yeah, every chapter. Let's just say every chapter. I'll talk about why it's not every chapter later. Um, so every chapter, I took that. I took them separately and I turned them into a blog post. And then I would promote the blog posts on Indie Hackers, on LinkedIn, on Dev2, on Barnacles, on AngelList, on Reddit, and Hacker News. 
And so that way, um, more people would see my content and they, if they really liked my writing, they would buy the book. And then also, um, no, I'll talk about that later. Okay. So then I added another thing I did was I added a link to the book on the forums FAQ, which I created. Okay. So the reason why I did this is because a lot of people, um, see the forum posts because I promote the forum posts and I tweet it out and I share it in other places. And so when people stumbled onto the forum and they saw the pinned FAQ, they could go to the bottom and see the book and maybe buy the book. Okay. Um, SEO search engine optimization and I will definitely do an episode on this um so I wanted or yeah I wanted organic traffic to the book and that's what uh, a higher SEO score would bring me organic traffic so I added meta tags to the blog every blog post and that way when someone uh searched had an interview a podcast guest, um, it would bring them to my blog or the open podcast blog, not my blog. And then um, they would get a promotion for the book uh, at the bottom of the blog post. And maybe if they liked the writing, they would buy the book. Okay. Um, backlinks. This is, I'm still talking about SEO. So uh, an important factor in uh, SEO is backlinks. And what are backlinks? Backlinks are other websites that link back to your website. So um, you need a high domain authority to make it worth it. Or the website linking back to your, um, your website should or needs to have a high domain authority for um, for the backlink to be worth it. So you want to post it on uh, places like Twitter, um, places like uh, MakerLog. And so that way, by backlinking, you'll get a higher domain authority and that'll increase your SEO and you will get more organic traffic from people Googling uh, topics related to your content. Uh, okay, so the next thing that I did to promote the book is I live streamed a lot. So, uh, of course, I live streamed a lot of episodes for the podcast itself, and then I live streamed the launch of the book. Uh, I live streamed the, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, the release of the book. So when I went from pre-orders to on sale, I live streamed that. I called it pushing the big red button. And then I live streamed the um, product hunt launch of the book, which I will do an episode on in the future. Um, Okay, so... I answered questions on Quora as well. Um, 
also for backlinks to create backlinks to the book. And then every time I answered a podcasting question, I said, hey, um, read more about this topic in my book. So I promoted the book that way too. Okay. Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter. Sorry for wasting your time. Um, as you know, I'm a big fan of Twitter. So I promoted the book a lot on Twitter. Um, okay. So I did multiple things to promote the book on Twitter. Okay. The first thing I did was after I finished writing the chapter, I would take a screenshot of that chapter, give a little preview of it, like the intro, um, so people get an idea what the book, what that chapter was about. And then I said, um, you could read the entire chapter uh, if you pre-order the book. And then I put a link to the book. Uh, yeah, so screenshot with a link. Then I would promote blog posts on Twitter. And as I recently stated, when I promoted a blog post, I would have the link to the book at the bottom. Um, I promoted the newsletter. So in January, I started an open podcast newsletter. And every time a newsletter came out, I would take, and I still do this, I take the HTML version of the newsletter and I promote it on Twitter to get um, newsletter subscribers and just people to, more people to read the newsletter and the newsletter uh, I already talked about it it's three links and then I talk about I give a shout out to a new member and then I added a new section where I just give like a book update I would talk about what chapter I was working on um, anything else that I was working on related to the book so yeah that was another way to promote the book then I did a giveaway still on Twitter and I would say sign up for the open podcast newsletter and that way they'd get updates. And then I would pick someone at random that signed up for the newsletter during the week. Uh, well, that I knew from Twitter that signed up for the open podcast newsletter. And I would give them a free copy of the book. Um, yes. Um, giveaways. Okay. So on Twitter, um, there would be people asking like, oh, what are you working on right now? What's your side project? And so every time I saw that on Twitter, I would link them to the book and in hopes that someone else would see it and buy the book or that person that uh, did the original tweet. And sometimes I would get in a conversation with uh, that person and they followed me on Twitter. So yeah, that was great. Um, another thing I would do is... Uh, every time I tweeted something out uh, from Supreme Rumham Twitter account, my personal Twitter account, I would uh, tweet it or I would retweet it on the Open Podcast Twitter account and the BIB Twitter account, and then I would also I would separately like um, from both accounts the the tweet because uh, for certain people. When you, you when you don't set your account to fall to see the latest tweets, it'll show you tweets that other people liked, and so I was getting more visibility 
by seeing or separately liking and separately retweeting. So I would like it right away. And then a couple hours later, like let's say I tweeted it out at 8 a.m., I would immediately like from both accounts that tweet. And then I would retweet it at like one o'clock for BAIB. And then at like eight o'clock, I would retweet it from the open podcast account, getting that visibility. Okay. And the final thing I would do is I would tweet out threads um, with links at the last um, part of the thread uh, to the book. So I would tweet out like summaries of each episode of the podcast, which was um, how I started the book, right? So a lot of the chapters of the book are podcast episodes. So I would say, hey, I'm doing an episode on, I did an episode on live streaming this week. Then I would tweet out separately my notes. I would do like one tweet was how to do something, how, how to set up the live stream, why you should live stream was another one. The benefits was another one. The disadvantages was another one. And then at the end would be a link to the book saying, hey, I wrote this episode into a blog po- or into my book and it's more coherent than I am. Um, so you can read it if you want to get a different type of content, uh, like a different source of the content, right? So yeah, that was Twitter. I created a lead magnet, and this is what I was talking about when I didn't have the book altogether, or I added, I subtracted something from the book. What I did was I wrote a chapter on my workflow, every tool I used for the podcast, and I didn't like uh, telling people to use specific tools, but I thought this was an important chapter. So what I did was I took it out and I made it its own separate product on Gumroad. I offered it for free though. Let me get that straight. I offered it for free, but I said, hey, uh, give me $2 for this. And then um, 24 hours after someone downloaded the the workflow document, which is what I called it, um, they got an email telling them about the book. So, yeah, I used it as a lead magnet for the book. Okay. Um, Another thing I did was I gave out a bunch of free copies um, to people in open podcasts, to uh, podcast listeners. Hey, um, the reason why is because I wanted feedback on the book and I wanted testimonials for the Gumroad page. So if someone gave me a good testimonial, Um, I can add it to the Gumroad page, and that would create social proof for the book. Okay, speaking of pre-orders, I had the option to pre-order the book, and the pre-order price was a discounted price. So um, I announced the book in April, and since then, someone could have pre-ordered the book when before, right before I released the book on July 31st. So all that time, someone could have pre-ordered the book, and what was sent to them was the um, Google Doc that I was 
working on writing the book. So yeah, when I finished the book, I took that Google Doc and I made it into a, a PDF and EPUB. So you were getting basically the actual book when you pre-ordered it. Yeah. Um, the next thing I did was I would create milestones on Indie Hackers about the book. So um, I think every pre-order that I got, I made it a milestone. So I would do like, oh, got my first pre-order, got the second pre-order. And I would put a link to the book um, in the milestone. And that way, anyone who saw the milestone would uh, maybe click on the link to the book. And the reason why I did this is because milestones on indie hackers have the best visibility because that's what they have on top when you go to the website. So that's the first thing people see. So yeah, um, uh, milestones get a lot of eyeballs on them. Remember that. They get a lot of uh, eyeballs. Okay. And then for the workflow document, which was something different, I had... Uh, I created two products on Indie Hackers. I created uh, the podcast as a product. And so every, I think, five uh, workflow document downloads that I got, I'd make it a milestone with a link. And then, um, yeah, every pre-order, I did a milestone. Yes. And so the next time I release something, I'm going to do more milestones. I'm going to plan it out a little more. Like... um, I didn't have the cover till like the last week. So uh, in the future, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make the cover a milestone and probably every chapter, I'm going to make it a milestone. Like, hey, I finished writing the chapter on live streaming. I uh, finished the chapter on, um, what do you call it? On my the workflow. And that way that creates even more visibility. Okay. Um, Reddit. So on Reddit, I would promote every blog post, and that way I get more eyeballs on my my content. And because, especially because I would promote it in r slash podcasting, and that's my main audience: people that have an interest in podcasting. Okay. Um, the other thing that I would do on Reddit is I posted the actual book on r slash side projects um, to, of course, get more visibility. And then r slash promote, I did the same thing. And then r slash ebook deals, I believe, was the subreddit. I told people about the launch price of the book and made it seem like it was a discount, which it is because as soon as I uh, make the price more, that that was a discount. So yeah. Okay. The open podcast newsletter. Um, yeah, so I already talked about this. I used the blog posts to promote the newsletter. So that way I can give book updates. And then um, those, I already talked about this, but um, a newsletter is more targeted than like a social media post. So I was getting stronger. I was giving a stronger connection and getting more eyeballs than I would if it was a tweet. 
Yes. Um, blog posts at, uh, yeah. So giving updates and then, yeah, that's about it for the newsletter. I started to promote it more. Uh, that's all I can really say about that. Um, podcast show notes. So this goes along with SEO as well, but, um, what I would do is I would put a link to the book in the show notes of every podcast episode. I even rearranged um, the show notes for every page to have the link to the book. And the reason why I did this specifically is because um, when you release a podcast episode, it goes out to every podcast player and um, that's good SEO, right? And then anyone who listens even to like a one-off episode on some random player has the opportunity to buy the book. Yes. Um, the BAIB website is another way I promoted the book. So I also, I created a page where I embedded the Gumroad page on the BAIB website. Um, I started to create a page for every episode on the BAIB website. Um, and that would have a link to the book. So I'm getting um, SEO for the Open Podcast website. So yeah, I had um, the BAIB um, link to the book, and then every episode I'm linking to the Open Podcast um, website link. So just creating backlinks for every place I can. Okay, um, what else did I do? Um, community deals. I offered many communities deals for the book. Um, there was the MakerLog deal, which is like 40% off for every book if you use the code ML. And then there's the Fralvies community. I offered them the book for free early on to get feedback. Um, indie hackers, I I also offered them a deal, the 10% off, like the launch price deal, and then r slash epub or ebook deals. Okay, YouTube descriptions. So on YouTube, I have about 400 videos, and those get organic traffic because it's YouTube, and that's the whole purpose of putting your video on YouTube. So um, every YouTube video has a link to the book. Um, yeah, a link to the book, I think, from both websites, the podcast website and the open podcast website. Um, so uh, I have a bunch of tutorials on Free Code Camp. Like the, the videos are tutorials on Free Code Camp. And so every one of those videos has a link to the book. And um, some of them get really good organic traffic. Some videos get like two views a day. So that's two potential view or er, two potential people that would buy the book every day. 
I have some videos that have thousands of views. So yeah, that just keeps continuing and anytime um, those are people that might be willing to buy the book. Okay. Um, I created YouTube videos. Of course, I take the episodes of the podcast and I um, convert the audio into video and I post it on YouTube. That's another ad for the book, I guess. Um, and then I created a um, book trailer for the book. And then when I live stream on YouTube or anywhere, on Twitter, Twitch, um, YouTube, what I do, what I did was I named the title of the stream something that maybe someone looking for a book or advice on podcasting would um, would search up and that way my videos would pop up, my live streams would pop up and um, of course there's a link to the book in the show notes or in, in the description of the YouTube video. So if they look at the description, that's potential for, uh, that's potentially someone that would buy the book. Right. Okay. Um, interviews. So, uh, for the book, not for the book, but like people that know I wrote a book, they want, some people want to interview me and ask me questions about podcasting or the book itself. So I've done two to three interviews so far. Uh, Anyone that wants to interview me and has listened to this episode for this long, reach out to me. I've also done a newsletter interview. So yeah, that's that's creating backlinks and that's, uh, that's more people that don't really know me that might be interested in podcasting and now they have they know about this resource that I created and so they're they might be willing to buy the book right um TikTok this wasn't very successful but I started promoting uh my content in general um on TikTok and what I realized is that it's not very popular on TikTok because that audience is very young, so they are not interested in buying a podcast book. But specifically what I would do is I would screenshot my um, promotions, my giveaways, and I'd use a bunch of podcasting hashtags, and that would get people to look at my videos. Because I, I would take the screenshot, which was just a picture, and I would like add music to turn it into a video. And on TikTok, the music is searchable. So there's that. And then I would take, I would cut the episodes that I was, that were released that week. And I would um, turn them into short clips that I would post on TikTok just to get more content out there and more views on TikTok. Um, that didn't really work, but. It's something I did. Um, And finally, the last thing I did to promote the book is I didn't just have it on Gumroad. I had it on, I have it in Google Books. And then I had it on this uh, website called 
lean pub. So yeah, um, someone just doesn't have to um, go on Gumroad only to buy the book. Um, they can search for it on different book platforms. Okay, that's all I have. This is actually the longest episode I've ever done. Thank you for listening, if you're listening uh, at this point. If you have any questions, you can email me, supremerumham at gmail.com. Tweet me, supremerumham. Telegram, supremerumham. Um, if you have an interest in podcasting, uh, but you don't want to set up a podcast yet, you can uh, contact me and send me record the episode, send me the audio, send me what you want in the show notes, and I will put it on the open podcast community podcast and that way you will get more visibility because that's an audience a new audience um i'm also looking for writers to guest post on the open podcast community podcast no on the open podcast blog so if you want to write about podcasting uh reach out to me and i will give you authors access thank you for listening have a nice day bye